0: Blog Talk Radio. I love you, man. I love you too, bud.
1: I love you, dude. I love you, bro Montana. I love you, Holmes. I love you, bro Sifkwebles. I love you, Machacha. I love you, Tico Brohe.
0: Okay. Okay. all right. Let's uh, continue here. <music> Junior? Everybody on? Good. Great. Grand. Wonderful. No yelling on the butt!
1: What in the hell's diversity? Well, I I could be wrong, but I believe uh, diversity is an old, old wooden ship that was used during the Civil War era.
0: Ron, I would be surprised if the affiliates were concerned about the lack of an old, old wooden ship, but nice try. The Bears are who we thought they were!
2: Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com. This is Macho Men Radio. With me tonight, C. Mac. Show me what you got, what you got,
0: Rush, Raji, Rush, Hello, what's going
2: on? Not too much, what's happening? Um, we are... uh Morning. We are awaiting the arrival of a friend of the radio show Minnesota Vikings punter Chris Cluey. He'll be joining us here pretty soon to talk about uh, all punting and why we are the vote Ray guy leader. Uh, I'm sure he'll talk about that. f seven forty five. We'll be joined by Chris Lemps- Lempsis. I don't, think I, I don't think I ever get his last name right, but I will. Uh, the 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 old bag of donuts uh, we'll talk Packers. Yeah, uh, that's when right. When he joins us, um, yeah, um, I, I want to eventually talk about the incident from Friday in Newtown, Connecticut. And, yeah, we won't start that right now, just not a, I don't want to have to with that, but um, oh, I hear you. Yep. We'll, 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 we'll touch on that um, before the show is out. Uh, Nine o'clock tonight, TJR Radio uh, with John Canton Frank the Clown, myself, and the cast of hundreds and thousands. Um, Packers went on Sunday. They yes. win the, the 2012 NFC North Division.
3: The Minnesota,
2: the Minnesota Vikings also. We have the playoffs for the start today. Those two teams would meet. Uh, one week after their meeting at the Metrodome, they would meet again at Lambeau Field. Um, really? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the matchup right interesting. now. Number, the number three Vikings versus the number six. I'm sorry, the number three Packers versus the number six Vikings. Um, mm. what's, what's very interesting now is that if the Vikings were to win out and the Giants were to win out, the Giants would actually make the playoffs over at least strength of schedule, and um, all that, all that jazz. Yeah. Um. So it, it, it's very much up in the air right now. There's, um, let's see here. There are there are three three other teams that are alive in the NFC playoff picture: Chicago, Dallas, and the Giants. There's only one other team alive in the AFC, and that is the Pittsburgh. Uh, Steelers, I was say Pittsburgh Pirates, Pittsburgh Steelers. Close
3: <laughs> um, enough. Yeah, uh,
2: the the Steelers are one of the to alive. What's really odd in the AFC and definitely touching this too is if the Cincinnati Bengals win out, they are your uh, 2012 AFC North Division champions. Oh, wow. uh, if the Bengals win out, um,
3: that could very well happen.
2: It could. Yeah they they have the uh, they have the Steelers this week and I believe they end the season against the uh, the Ravens.
3: So, oh, the, the tough games, but it's possible,
2: right? Uh, uh, well, why don't we welcome on uh welcome on our guest, Mr. Chris Glue. Hey, Chris, how you been?
1: I'm doing good. How's it going? Good, good.
2: You got good, all your cool. uh, got all your Christmas shopping done, or still working yep, on got, it?
1: Uh, yeah, I got everything for the kids. Got it all wrapped, and uh, hopefully, no no <laughs> drama or whining because I got everything <laughs> I wanted.
2: What's uh, what's big on the Christmas list for the kids this year? What were they um, asking
0: for?
1: My older daughter really wanted a Mario Kart Connect uh, or Connects, uh, you know, building race course.
0: Okay. So, okay.
1: so you know the Connects put them together, and
0: yeah,
1: uh, yeah, it's like a it's like a little race course that goes around in circles. For whatever reason, she really wanted that. So.
0: That sounds
1: yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, got her that. Got a couple of a uh, couple of other carts for her sister, so that way they they hopefully won't fight over it. <laughs> and then uh, got some Lego sets and a Lego set for myself as well. I'm I'm calling it a family present.
2: <laughs> well, I, I, was gonna, I was
1: gonna say what what what, um, are, what are
2: you asking Santa for this year? Are you, anything in particular, or is it just Legos? Uh, Legos, I got Legos,
1: Legos the, are uh, awesome. I got the thirty four hundred piece Lego Super Star Destroyer. So. Oh, Holy crap! Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be putting that one together.
2: That sounds awesome. Um, well, well, on the topic of Christmas, what was the best uh, Christmas gift you ever got when you were a kid?
1: Um, I don't know that I remember anything that that ever that stands out to me. I I just liked getting gifts. That
2: was right. A, right. <laughs> I think that was yeah. the
1: overall draw. See Mac? Yeah. Um, I I
3: had a question for you. Have you um, had a chance to play the new Halo 4 game yet, or the Call of Duty Black Ops 2 yet? And if so, what do you think of them?
1: Uh, I haven't had a chance to play Halo yet. Um, I've heard the storyline. is actually really good, though, which is uh, good to hear. They were taking over from Bungie. Um, Um, I played multiplayer black ops 2 a little bit and immediately after playing it i realized why i prefer playing first person shooters on the computer as opposed to the console because <laughs> i hate aiming with thumbsticks mm-hmm. and uh you know it it, it looks like a, a a good call of duty game i mean it's you know they they have a winning formula and there's not really a yeah. lot to change on it
2: that's, that's always been my problem with 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 shooter games on you know on, on Xbox or, or the PS3 is I just I hate aiming with with the uh, with the the two joysticks. It's just I don't know. It's just a pain in the ass for me. It's I don't know about you, C Mac. I know you're a little bit more into those than I am. So
3: yeah, it's definitely kind of different. But I guess I don't really have anything to, to, to compare it to because I've never really played computer games. It's always been on the console. So I don't know, but. I've I've heard that it's with with each game that call of duty makes like they switch off at a different like company or, or maker each time is that is that correct Chris do you know about that Yeah they
1: they've been rotating it between uh, Treyarch and Infinity Ward and then mm. um, after Infinity Ward kind of imploded. They uh, they they brought in some new studio, so I think it's I think Treyarch is still doing their kind of every other year release, and then I, I don't know who the new studio is that took over for Infinity Ward. Hmm.
3: It's so weird that they they kind of have the rights for different games. You know, they keep on going back and forth. I don't. It's weird to me. I don't know why they just don't have one, you know, company doing it at all. well,
1: well it's from Activision's perspective, it's it's money. I mean, they. It takes, oh, it takes talk, about yeah. two years to. It takes about two <laughs> years to make a game, and they want to get one out every year, so it's kind of like... back between two different developers. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. It's basically what they did with Guitar Hero too. You know, they were they were mm-hmm. releasing one of those every year, so they finally killed it. I,
2: I yeah, started the like, show off by by asking who's voting for Ray Guy because. <laughs> Ever since I'm I, I'm I'm 100% in your, in your corner with this, Chris. Is you know it, it's a position in the NFL, and, and how can you have a Hall of Fame where there's a there's a whole position that's left out? Um, well, explain just kind of explain you know well why you know I mean why you said I'm going to cover this up with Vote ray guy, and uh and, and and it did take a little a little chunk out of the paycheck. I'm, I'm assuming.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's it stung the nostrils a little bit.
0: <laughs>
1: it's uh, well, I had originally r- written a um, a piece for Deadspin on I I called out the Hall of Fame selection committee and, and basically said, you know, look, you guys aren't doing your job properly because you're ignoring a a complete facet of the game, and you know that's that's really not what football is about. Football is the ultimate team sport, and if you don't have you know a representative of every part of the team in the Hall of Fame, then you know what, what use is the Hall of Fame. It's it's you know, at that point it's basically just a, a popularity contest. It's not about actual, you know, who contributed to the game. And um so that was the reason I had I had I'd written that piece about uh I think two weeks ago and then last week I noticed when I got to the stadium as I was putting my jersey on we had a patch on it saying, you know, fifty years of the Hall of Fame. So I was like, "Wait a minute! I'm not going to write this. He's calling out the Hall of Fame, and then go out on the field with this patch.
0: That's
1: a- right. <laughs> that's just that's just wrong." So uh, I got some uh, uh,
2: got did some you, athletic
1: tape, covered it up, and uh, wrote ray Guy" over the top of it.
2: Did you keep it on the whole game, or, or did you take it off like before? No, I had it on the whole game. game. The whole really okay.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. I I
2: I heard that you wore it before the game. Nice. So I wasn't I wasn't sure if it was if it was before. That that that's that's totally awesome that you did that. But I mean, you guys are eight and six right now. D- did you expect to be in this position at the beginning of the season?
1: Um. Well, I I don't know that anyone expected us to be in this position at the start right. of the season. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, a lot of people <laughs> were writing us off as uh, as this was going to be a rebuilding year, and you know hopefully we'd win like four or five games. So I, I think that's a testament to all the guys on the team that show up and and just say you know what hey we're we're here to win games that's that's what we're doing and that's you know that's how we're always going to approach it and it doesn't matter you know if we have a whole bunch of new personnel you know, we're we're out here to try and win games because that's that's how you get paid that's that's how you keep your job
2: for but sure how, how do you how do you feel you've you've been doing this season because I know there was you know there was talk that you not weren't, weren't playing very well. During the season, they might be bringing in some punters. What, what, what goes through your mind when you hear those kind of things, that someone might be um, trying to take a job?
1: Uh, I, I basically just ignore it because the way I've always approached my job is that I'm going to go out and do the best job possible that I can do because if I don't, they're going to cut me. So There's never any extra motivation there when they bring someone sure. else in because I'm already looking at it like if I don't perform, they're going to cut me because this is the NFL. That's, that's right. the nature of the business. So okay. I, I, I've, I've, had a, I've had a fairly decent year, actually. Um, I think I'm, I'm around, what, like 45 gross and close to 40 net. And, you know, those, those are actually really good numbers for Yeah, well, the, the thing is, is a ton of punters are having amazing years this year. So it's, uh, you know, it's, yeah. it, it, I'm kind of in the middle of the pack in terms of overall stats.
2: When, do, when does the uh, – is the Pro Bowl voting over right now? Or, or well, when, do, when do you find out whether or not you, you've made the, uh, the, the trip to Hawaii?
1: Um, I don't know. I think it ends next week, or I think his players were voting on it this weekend. I want to say. Okay. I I okay. think it's the uh, second last game. Um, I'm I'm pretty much 100 percent confident that I'm not going to make it, but hopefully our kicker Blair Walsh makes it because he's been having a a unbelievable year. Especially it sure for us. has. Yeah. yeah.
2: I I was I was following it. Speaking of Blair, I was following your tweets when it when it snowed a few weekends ago and uh, Blair driving. And I uh, where where is Blair from again?
1: uh blair's from south florida and he went to college in georgia so he's never okay. really driven in snow <laughs> yeah
2: I, I i i think i laughed the hardest at the uh um the 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 tweet about the the buttons on the steering wheel if there was a if there was a certain button for driving yes yeah, yeah that, that was that was <laughs> a direct quote by the way <laughs> it was <laughs> that's awesome um great see you do have anything
3: yeah, what's it like to be in the mind of a punter during a game? Because I, I know, obviously, you want to be out there and play. But then again, if you're going out there and play, that means your offense isn't necessarily being successful. So we're just what's kind of going through your mind during a game?
1: Well, usually it's when the game starts, I'll I'll want to get a punt early on to kind of get in the rhythm of things and you know just go out and hit a good punt. And then at that point, if I hit a good one, I'm good for the rest of the game. I'm like, okay, if I don't punt again, that's cool. <laughs> so yeah. If I hit a bad one, then I want to get back out and hit at least one more to, you know, at least end on a good note. So it's – uh you know, I I prefer not to punt if possible, but I've, I've never had a game where, where I haven't punted at all. So just – you, you mm-hmm. always have to be ready.
3: Have you ever had um, experience, like, kicking at all? Like, obviously yeah, not good. punting, but kicking? Yeah,
1: I, I, yeah, actually, I kicked in uh, in high school. I did all three jobs: field goals, kickoffs, and punts. And then um, when I got to college, I focused solely on punting because once you get out of high school, you can't use the, uh, the two-inch blocks for for field goals anymore. So it, it really changes uh, your field goal motion, and okay. and that's why you see guys start to specialize in, in either one or the other once they get to, to college. Yeah. And then we, and then once you get to the pros, you pretty much have to only do one or the other because. A, you need to be, you know, super consistent at whichever one you pick, and it's hard to do that if you're doing two different motions. And B, if mm-hmm. you're doing all the kicking, you're going to blow your leg out before the season. Ends. So For sure. Now, that, yeah, it's a matter of making it through. The kickers they use
3: like uh, soccer style, of, like kick, right? Like did they kick it from like the, the side of and, and part of their foot. Right. Right.
1: Exactly. It, it's a, it's a lot more of a swinging across motion, so it uses more of your your groin and your um your your hip adductors, whereas punting is, is much more of a straight-on motion, so it, mm-hmm. it's more of your, your quad and your hamstring. So you must uh, spend a lot of time in
3: the gym then working on your legs, huh? Uh,
1: not really. <laughs> <laughs> not really? <laughs> not too much time in the gym.
0: Well,
3: speaking you
1: know, of, no, uh, I, I, I try and stay in shape, but the, the main thing with kicking is is flexibility more so than strength. Yeah because it's, it's really your, your technique and, and how flexible you are because your, your follow-through is, is where you get most of your time and power.
2: Mm-hmm. Speaking of the gym, how did how did uh, Operation Adrian Ads go? Did, did we succeed?
1: Um, I'm still working on it. Uh, unfortunately, I've hit kind of a temporary setback in that the holiday season has been uh, <laughs> a lot of chocolate <laughs> around the house. <laughs> So Operation Adrian Ads is, is kind of on the back burner. Right now. Still working at it. Still trying. Do,
2: do you do you think uh, do you think Adrian's gonna gonna break this Eric
0: Dickerson record?
1: I think he will. He's uh, you know he he's a super hard worker and you know he he really wants to get it. And I think everyone knows that you know once he gets going, it's. There's just there's no way to stop him. I mean he he runs yeah. over people. like he throws people out of the way. How are you supposed to stop a guy yeah. throwing other NFL people out of, other NFL people out of his way?
2: It's it's insane. I uh, now no, from from an NFL player perspective, I mean, you, typically the quarterback is the one who's you know talked about as MVP. You know Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, those guys being thrown around as MVP. Do you think Adrian has a shot to a legitimate shot at winning the MVP? And if if you guys end up say missing the playoffs, um, do, do you think that they're going to look that that's a negative against him, or uh, do you think he could still legitimately win the MVP on a team that doesn't make the playoffs?
1: I think um, if if he gets the rushing record and we don't make the playoffs, he'll still have a, a chance at the MVP. Okay. I think if we do both; he'll probably win it. Just because of the fact that without Adrian Peterson, and not to take away anything from anyone else on the team, but right. without Adrian, you know, we just we we don't do nearly as well as we've done this year. Because you can you can look at the games where he's he's literally put the team on his back and carried the team to victory. I mean, that, that's, yeah. that's that's the definition of a most valuable player. Is that right. if you took yeah. him out of the team, then you know it'd, it'd probably be a pretty different season.
2: For sure. Yeah, yeah
1: he's he's just an an unreal
3: runner. He he runs like he's possessed. It's it's funny, because um, when we were watching the game the uh, Packers Viking game a couple weeks ago, <clears throat> Corey and I were watching at at a bar and I said, What the hell? You know, why can't anyone tackle this guy? You know, he he ran for like two hundred and ten yards us and I was like, I bet I could tackle him and then <laughs> Corey says to me, like, Oh yeah, I'm sure I'd you like I would I'd try to tackle him and he he'd just carry me down the field and then in the end zone, he would look back and finally realized that I was there and I'd just be, you know, dangling from him the whole time. But,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh,
3: it's it's great to see him, but it's frustrating to play against him, you know, because he's just – he's so strong and so fast. It's just unreal. Or
2: it's, or it's frustrating to trade him from your fantasy football team early in the season, like some of us on the show did, but
1: that's neither <laughs> here nor there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's really funny uh, – uh Blair um Walsh, he's he's a big fantasy football player and okay. he had uh, mm-hmm. A P on his on his fantasy football team. And I'll never okay. forget our uh, our first game of the year. You know, A P runs for what like a hundred something and a couple touchdowns. Sure. And mm-hmm. and Blair and me were talking on the sideline during the game. He's like I can't believe I didn't start him. What was I thinking? <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> but you don't make that mistake again. How could you not start a guy who was on your team? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was it was pretty funny. So he's he's been writing uh, Adrian Peterson on his fantasy team all the way to I think his his league playoffs or finals. <laughs> it's literally That's, Adrian. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it.
2: That's awesome. That's so funny.
3: Uh,
1: Charlie, is he- football
3: kind of a big thing between uh, in, uh with NFL players or no?
1: Um, I know there's quite a few guys that play it. I don't personally play it, um, just because mm-hmm. I, I play other video games. But, you know, I, I can see you yeah. doing it. I mean, it's it's basically Dungeons & Dragons for, you know, for people who enjoy sports. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, the, the underlying mechanism makes sense to me. Yeah. Also, I kind of wanted to ask
3: you about how do you feel about um, Roger Goodell's input, with changing things in the NFL, to, uh, either to make it safer and other things, I personally think he's a clown, and well, how do you feel about him trying to uh or proposing the idea the to eliminate kickoffs
1: well i I think the thing is is that he's in a tough spot because as the commissioner, especially with with all the lawsuit stuff coming down the pipeline. So he mm-hmm. he has to make the best effort he can to you know to show that the NFL is trying to make the game safer because otherwise yeah. you know, the league will remain open to those lawsuits, you know, as as we move forward. So from from a pure business perspective, you know, he that's that's something that he absolutely has to do because otherwise yeah. you know, the the league will just keep getting sued. That being said, I think some of his suggestions have been okay. I think some of them have been just ludicrous. Um the uh the, the the expanding the season to eighteen games, I think, is is one of his not good ones because that's uh, mm-hmm. so you can't talk about player safety and then say okay, we want you guys to play two more games. So, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And then then same with expanding the playoffs. I mean, that's that's definitely something that you know that that needs seriously looked at first. But no, I, I think I think he's trying to do you know the best he can to to both protect the league and keep the game exciting and. And the other thing, too, is that, you know, he gets a lot of flack for, you know, for what he's doing, but, but never forget that the guys who pay his salary are the owners. It's, uh, so the, the the 32 owners are are the ones that, you know, that are making the, the real decisions, and so if he comes up with something, you know, you can, you can rest assured that there's been some significant owner input into it. The things that bother me are
3: the, are the fines that are issued out. You know, it, it seems like if, if you're a defensive player and you
1: sneeze on the quarterback, you're fine. Ten grand at CMZ days, and it's sad. Well, and, and again, that goes back to the whole. You know, they're they're trying to change the culture of of how guys yeah. get hit because uh, you know it's, it's it's the lawsuit thing. It's you know if if we can if we can make guys change their playing style to prevent these injuries, then then we mm. have to show that we're trying to do that because otherwise, you know, again, the litigation possibilities. It's,
2: it's, it's, it's all. It's just looking looking towards looking towards the future and making sure there's no lawsuits yeah, that that come down like like there sense. that like we've seen recently. Uh,
1: right. Exactly. But but on but on the other hand, is is you can't change the game too much because then otherwise like mm-hmm. football. I mean, as as players, I, I I honestly I think the best thing he could do would be to implement that as players we have to sign a waiver at the start of each t- season saying. Football is an inherently dangerous game. We accept the fact that we will get injured playing this, and that's why we get yeah. paid a lot of money. <laughs> <Just because laughs> I, I completely Austin. agree with you. Completely agree. It's, it's there you go.
2: That's all you need. All right. yeah. I, is there not, now? How, how do you become commissioned? Do you just do, do you run? Because I'm I'm sure, Chris. Once once the uh, putting career is over, you got a good uh got a good career waiting for you at the
0: commissioner's office. Uh,
1: I don't know about that. I, yeah, I think it's voted off by the owners. So. Okay. <laughs> I've called Jerry Jones a couple of names. In, yeah. <laughs> I think
2: he'll for me. Chris, I, I appreciate you taking the time to join us. I know it's a busy week for you. You know, you guys are on a playoff run right now, and hopefully uh, hopefully, we Packers, uh, Packers see you guys in the playoffs. Be yeah, will be a fun matchup. Yeah, well, it'll, it'll be a really
1: fun uh, end-of-the-year matchup, because that, yeah, be, sure. if we win next, if we win this week, then that, that's a, uh, it's a pretty big-time game this, to close up the season.
2: Yeah, but it,
3: oh,
1: more uh, than like, more I will be likely, at that game, so... More than likely, Very playoff
2: cool. imp- implications for you guys, and possibly a number two seed for Green Bay, so that'll be a hell of a matchup. Uh, best of luck to you guys in the rest of the season. Uh, have a great Christmas yeah. to you and your family, Chris. Appreciate you taking the time to join us.
3: Cool, yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was good great. talking
3: to you, Chris. Happy holidays and happy New Year, buddy. Okay, take care, guys. Right.
2: Thanks, Chris. See you. Chris Kluwe, Minnesota Vikings punter, uh, right. taking the time to join us.
3: I Hey, no. what? No, you are kind of cutting out. Oh, no, how bad must you feel here, Blair Walsh? And uh, don't
2: start Adrian Peterson.
3: You're kind of
2: cutting out a bit. I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Uh, <clears throat> uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. You there. <laughs> hey, you hear me? Hear me? Yeah. All right. Okay. I, my, the, uh, the, my computer was a pile of garbage trying to get signed on here today, so I, I blame that. Oh. Um, about 20 minutes or so, Chris Lemplis, um, old, I and I pronounced it wrong again, Lempisist. Lempsis, Lempsis, I think. I don't know. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was, it was good
3: talking with Chris Cluey.
2: Cluie, talking yeah. to him
3: again. Let's
2: yeah. say that one. Yeah, he's a uh, he's yeah he's a good guy. I I, I and and yep. what a what, what a good quote. You know, I think he will break the record, and he really wants it. And 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 you could tell Adrian really wants it too. So oh,
3: absolutely. Uh, well, let's hey. take a look. Okay, go ahead. I was going to say he needs two two hundred ninety three yards. I don't if I think if he doesn't get over a hundred yards against the Texans, then he won't get it.
2: Well, that's uh, kind of what I said in the article this week. I said um, there the, uh, can you name the, there's been there, there have been two running backs and five teams that have ran for over a hundred yards on the on the Texans this year. Can you name the two running backs? Hold on hold on hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I have, I have a, When I quiz you, I have a music for that. Okay. Um, can you name the two running backs?
0: That have
3: ran for 100 yards against the Texans?
2: That have ran for over 100 yards against the Texans. The two running backs this season. Uh, God, I
3: can't even think of who, who they've played.
2: Um, well, let me give you a hint. Uh, Want to say who? <laughs> I want to say who the first running back did it. Um, okay, 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 okay. We get it, we get it. Uh, the first running back that did it this year was CJ 2K, Chris Johnson. But I believe he had like an 80 yard run and then ran for like 105 uh, yards. So Chris Johnson was the first, and um, and okay. the second, and the second. I want to thank him for the effort because he's on my fantasy football team. and did Frank, it last kind of a losing effort? Frank Gore, Vic Ballard. Is the other one who uh, Vic Vic <laughs> Howard? Um, I think I I, I want to say there's been four total that have ran for over seventy against the Texans. The other one was um, oh. other ones were Stephen Ridley and uh, hold on. Well, I mean I think I had a sound effect here. Let's, let's dust it off. Um, um, I don't have it in here anymore. Oh no, I do. Um, Jalen Parmale.
0: Who? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Jalen the I mean, third string for the Jaguars, was the other one. So, so uh, what, anyone, anyway, what I was getting at is that in the article this week, I said that um, it, I, I personally, don't, if he doesn't run for at least one fifty against the Texans, um, I don't think he'll get it. I mean, hell, he he he, he could easily go for two twenty five against the Packers.
0: He could go yeah. for four
2: hundred against the Packers. I'm not, I'm <laughs> not, I'm not denying that. Oh,
3: I I. I, oh
2: God, it's, it's,
3: uh, if there's anyone who can do it, it's him. It's going to be him. Question. The way I would describe his running style is when he gets the ball, he looks into the end zone and he sees me or anyone <laughs> like strangling his mother. And he's like, yeah. they're like, oh, hi, Adrian. Look at me. Look what I'm doing. And then he, and that obviously just makes him piss until he, yeah. he gets there to kill him. I, I think that's what he thinks in his mind.
2: It's a, yeah he, like
3: he want, Either he gets to that end zone or his mother's gone.
2: He's possessed, but I
3: yeah.
2: Well, one thing that that you know when I that that his eighty-two yard run last week against the uh, the Rams, it's, it, he did he did it straight up the middle. When, like when these, when the defenders are closing in on him as he's kind of getting through the the, the hole. God, he just literally—he like kicks it up a, a completely different notch and is just it yeah. accelerates. It's—it's it's insane. He's a, yeah. God, he's a—he's he, an absolute freak. He, he really mm-hmm. is. And um, again, to all what, all you out there that 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 didn't pick him in the first round or second round of fantasy football or traded him during the season, um, <laughs> you, you should be ashamed of yourselves. Um,
3: that would be you,
0: sir.
2: That would be me. Yeah, I I, I did uh. What, I lose.
3: what was the operation? AP thing that you were talking about
2: he, uh he, he uh, in, during training camp um he chris started this thing called operation adrian abs which means he was like trying to work out so he could get abs like adrian peterson
3: oh okay and
2: uh like like he, like you mentioned it, it kind of like kind of kind of took a took a nose uh especially uh,
3: damn no. hard to do um,
2: profootballdoc.com ranks uh the NFL rankings came out today uh, we got two weeks left in the regular season. Do you know who their number one team is in the NFL? The Packers? The Denver Broncos. Oh. Um, I guess
3: you can't argue with that.
2: The number two team is the San Francisco 49ers. The number three team is the Atlanta Falcons. Number four is Houston Texans. Number five, the New England Patriots.
3: And oh, number no, six, I'm upset.
2: Number six is the Green Bay Packers. Um, seven, eight, and nine go Seahawks, Redskins, and Cowboys. Ten and eleven go Bengals, Colts. Twelve is the uh the Minnesota Vikings. The numbers the number fourteen team is the Baltimore Ravens. Number thirteen is the New York Giants and number uh fifteen is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um you know I, I uh there's um Oh boy, what was I going to say? there's a there's a giant drop off in the AFC, but the I mean the NFC is wide open. I think I, uh, I I I think I think the Niners could go to the Super Bowl. I think the Falcons could. I think the Packers could. I think the Seahawks could.
3: I I don't think the Seahawks could.
2: If if if
3: they're,
2: Seattle if Seattle they're happens,
3: very they're a very cute story slash not cute story because they should have one less. Win and they actually do, but anyways, um, I don't think they have what it takes to, make it to super make it to the Super Bowl. Come one on, thing I, out, one please. Thing,
2: one thing I want to I want to I want to rip on for a second because I you know, you know we would, I am. I think by by being friends with Chris Cluey, um, we we you know, we 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 like the we like the Vikings enough to be friends with Chris, and that's about it. So. Yeah. I I I want to I want to do a quick, quick rip on Viking fans. Remember earlier this season when everyone was like, "Oh man, the Packers are were they in third place, last place?" Uh, oh mm-hmm. man, Seahawks just whooped your ass. You know what? Not gonna lie here, but if the Seattle Seahawks um, wouldn't have had that win, Viking fans, yet I believe right now you'd be sitting in the fifth uh,
3: yep. playoffs. i I know. I was thinking about that too about the but the ass-wipes who were laughing when the Packers lost to the Seahawks that game. And now it's sort of coming back to bite them in the ass. Yeah, I, I, I understand, you know,
2: I understand, you know, what is, because I, I, you know, and I, I
3: know the tables have turned.
2: They have, but <laughs> but my how the Packers need some pass protection because, holy shit, they're not going anywhere if that's.
3: I know. That's,
2: that's one thing we'll talk to Chris about when he tries to scare the old bag of donuts. Uh I We'll talk I, we're wine. probably not
3: going to have time to do my uh, six pack of questions or statements.
2: Why, why, why do we make it? Why do we make it a three pack? Let's let's uh, okay. Pick, pick three pack. Pick, well, well, I got to play the theme song. not we play the we play the your 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 three best ones,
0: grab those. Wow! Three beers.
3: <laughs> Jeez, three years later.
2: Okay. Um, Okay, give us your best ones. What what, what do we have here? The C Um Let's
3: see here. Um, number one, the Falcons are legitimate Super Bowl contenders.
0: the uh, or
3: sober?
2: Yeah, I I don't. Uh, um, I mean, here's the thing. I I think they've got a good club. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but but the NFL right now is a what have you done for me recently sport, and what have you done for yeah. me recently, in the playoffs Atlanta Falcons you put up two points against the Giants at the Meadowlands last yeah. year.
0: They just, um,
3: I, I the pissed out of the Giants, but that was also in Atlanta. So I mean it was a don't get me wrong it was a very good win against the defending Super Bowl champions.
0: Right.
2: I mean but,
3: right yeah, now, right,
2: right now if the if okay we we played the whole if the playoffs were to start today, um. If the playoffs were to start today, um, the Packers would face the Vikings. The Redskins would face the Seahawks. Um, who do we have winning? I would have. I, I would take the Packers. Um, who, who do you have winning? Uh, uh, the Redskins host the Seahawks. Who do you have winning?
3: It's at Seattle.
2: It's it's at Washington.
3: Oh, at Washington, Redskins.
2: So the Falcons would host RG3 and the Packers would travel to uh uh San Francisco. If that if that were the case. I mean well, what 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 do we think of the matchup the, the Atlanta Falcons trying to stop RG3? I mean it is a I mean if they can do that if that's what the, the Falcons absolutely have to win their first playoff game. If if they don't if they don't they're just going to be another, you know, I mean, when, when, the, when the Vikings went fifteen and one, I don't. A lot of people don't remember this. The New York Jets were fourteen and two that season. No, hold on. I, hold on. I I, I want to say they may have, they may have actually been fifteen and one as well that season. I'm gonna pull that up right now. But I mean, they're just gonna be another good team with a good record in the regular season that 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 fails to to uh, excel in the playoffs. When I mean, the Packers did it last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Steelers were fifteen to one in Ben's rookie season. You know we saw that then. So I mean, yeah. was, I I don't know. I the Falcons have to. They have to do. They have to. They have to win in the, um. In the playoffs, I mean, they they have to. I'm sorry, the Jets are twelve and four. The Broncos are fourteen and two.
3: Yes. Next question. Okay. Um. Let's see. Um. Well, we already talked about that. and We're going to talk about that. Um, the Packers need to cut Mason Crosby and get a new kicker, drunk or sober.
0: Um. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems.
2: I, I, you know, what? What does he have? The he has the. I think he has the worst percentage. Yep. Since like nineteen ninety or something like that, by a starting kicker, he 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 can't. I mean, I I I understand being loyal, to, you know, to to your guy. I mean, yeah. I mean, being loyal to your guy was, um, being loyal to your guy was what got Brad Childress fired. Yeah, I mean, it, well, not yep. not exactly because he got, he got fired during the Brett Farm season, but, um. Uh, you know, he. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my my I'm laughing. At it. I got a text from my friend Nick Sacco. who says, "Hearing rumors today that Ponder got married. True. If so, you're all in trouble. Finally, finally released all the pressure. Here he comes. <laughs> so, I'll. Uh, uh-huh. I, I I don't know if that's a, I'm sure that's a joke, but um, what was I saying? Crosby, yeah, I, 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 I mean, think about this. What if, what if the same situation? I mean, it's not going to happen in the playoffs this year, uh, being being in a climate like this. But look at two years ago, the NFC Championship game, uh, Bears hosting the Packers at Soldier Field. It was a low-scoring affair. Uh.
3: Uh-huh.
2: What I mean, what if it comes down to a field goal and Mason Crosby does that?
3: I mean, I would. Ugh.
2: It. it that's the thing that the Packers are lucky that, that that that's that's I think that's why you know he hasn't been cut yet is because these kicks have not cost him a game.
3: I don't want that to happen either. But but that's
2: the thing. That's the thing. You've got two games left. You 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 play the Titans this week, which is you know that's a win. It's a home. It, it needs that. That should be a win. But to think yeah. about this, it, 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 because we got to be Seahawks fans this Sunday as well, because. Should, should should Seattle win, and the Packers win out, they have the number two seed. So, the the Packers have a lot of the line against the Vikings um, in two weeks, and you know, I mean, it's it's going to be cold in Lambeau Field. if They're going to play a home game there, and if Atlanta yeah. loses, if, and if Atlanta loses and the Packers win and, and host a championship game, then it'll be at Lambeau again. So, I mean, it, it, I. I there are kickers out there. Nate Kading is available. Ryan Longwell is available. Ryan Longwell may not have the leg that Mason Crosby has, but Ryan Longwell is accurate.
3: Yeah, I mean... At I'm, least not saying, bring, I'm not saying we'd we'll get bring Ryan
0: Longwell.
3: People, at least bring a couple people in to maybe make him think. I know Chris Cluey just said that it didn't affect him at all when they brought people in, but... He, Mason Crosby has been absolutely horrific. Terrible. The, the Terrible. past five games, I could think, at least. So I think he might be pretty beaten down mentally that maybe it will affect him if they bring other people in and he'll think, oh, crap. Because I don't know if this is how he thinks, but I I would be like, oh, well, Mike, Mike, McCarthy, Mike McCarthy and I are tight. We. You know, he coached me in college. He's not going to cut me, even if I miss 12 field goals in one game. I I don't know if that's what he's thinking or not. I hope not. But hopefully they can just maybe bring someone in, and maybe it will make him think differently, you know, and try something different to make these field goals, because what he's doing now isn't working, obviously.
2: Next question.
3: Well, wow, this this I say is the best for last because I'm really smart. It's more of a statement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this uh, original statement was Mark Sanchez will be the Jets' starting quarterback. Can't okay. do it. Well, that's obviously not true. So I'll just go ahead and go ahead and say that um, there is a new starting quarterback for the New York Jets, and guess who it is not? Kim Tebow. Boy.
1: That escalated quickly.
3: I don't mean to toot my own horn, but, uh-huh. well, actually, oh, that's exactly what I mean to do. I mean to oh, toot please, my own horn you, a lot. Oh,
2: oh please, you're too that, bad. That, that's, that's all you're about is tooting your own horn.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, said, I said a long time ago that Tim Tebow will not be playing quarterback for the Jets. All these people were like, oh, give it till week six that yeah. Tim Tebow is going to be the quarterback. Um, I'm sorry, but Tim Tebow sucks, no. and 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 I was right, of course. I'm smart. Greg McElroy is the starting quarterback of the New York Jets. Yeah, uh, I,
2: I'm, I not, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to. I'm not going to disagree with you there. Jason wobb uh, I don't know if it's pronounced Wild or Wilty, but he's the uh, he's a, a writer for the Packers. He he uh, is the cohost. Of the, he is the cohost of the Aaron Rodgers show um, on. Uh, ESPN Milwaukee, but um, tweeted today. He said that the best thing that would have happened for Tim Tebow last season would have been signing with the Packers and learning how to play quarterback.
3: Yep. Yeah, I remember I said I said that if he signs with the Packers, at least he'll learn how to play quarterback because we're yeah. it's, the agreement. Packers is make it basically a, a quarterback coaching school. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much.
2: Right, and and, and I, I I I see that I I can I can agree with that, but I mean
3: it's it's sad for Mark Sanchez too. Don't get me wrong. If you watch that game, last night, he was fucking pitiful, but he was he was set up to fail this year.
2: But but, but here's the thing, and you don't, I, and I you don't
3: I, sign Tim Tebow, and no, no you sign Tim Tebow, Mark Sanchez, because it's it's he's you, going to be breathing down your neck this the whole time. And you that's signed exactly
2: you what signed happened. Tim you, you signed Tim Tebow to um, bring some publicity to, to your and team, exactly. Bring fans.
4: And,
2: and, and when I when I, I I talked about this today with a coworker, and I, I said that I mean that's the only reason they brought you know brought Tim Tebow in. But um, hell, I I just lost I totally lost my train of thought um, with 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 uh, with, uh, with Tebow. But damn it. Son of a bitch! You, you he was you only
3: He was only brought in to sell tickets. Yeah. And to create hype because that's what New York is all about—is hype. And like I was saying, it's it's sad because they they didn't handle it correctly. They, they just it, Mark Sanchez was just set up to fail. You know what I mean? Just bringing him there. <sighs> yeah,
2: I mean, it, 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 this is not all. On the Jets, this is not all on you know Tim Tebow. I mean, this is this is the, both parties have, have a bunch to blame because there was oh, a yeah. trade. There I was agree. a trade. There was a trade set up to to put Tebow in Jacksonville as the starter, yeah. as the starter. But Tebow took New York. Why? Because mm-hmm. of the, the, the bright lights, big city. <laughs> Alicia Keys right there. That's that, that, that's that's. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm dead serious. You know, it's the concrete jungle. He wants to go. He wanted to go there and think that he could dethrone Mark Sanchez when this team has no fucking idea what they're going to do with Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow is oh, no. not going to be a Jet next season. Tim Tebow, did you watch that game last night? Fuck no. I have better things to do. I I watched, was, the, I watched the Grinch, okay? The original oh, that animated is, Grinch. Okay? Good. I did something and better two, to, and to do bro, than that. And, and, and Two Broke Girls. I watched Two Broke Girls, too. Oh, my. Um, um, um,
3: but, the... the, the the two first series, um Sanchez was obviously in there and he was, you know, kinda of making some positive plays, but then the third series they put in Tim Tebow, and he loses he loses all of his momentum. I mean just that's what I'm saying. He's set up he was set up to fail. Like even like, you know, Trent Dilfer and Steve Young after the game were saying like it's all about like rhythm. Getting into a rhythm as a quarterback, and he he wasn't doing excellent, but he was you know starting to maybe try <laughs> to get I'm, he was getting kind of better and sort of into a little rhythm. And
0: then I, they I put him in
3: Tebow, and the plan was to already before the game they already decided he was going to start the third series. What the what the hell? I still Does
0: I still find one? it.
2: I still find it cute that you that you think that uh, Trent Dilfer has like a legitimate uh, oh. uh, contribution to society as a quarterback.
3: <laughs> I'm I'm saying, well, I said Steve Young too. Okay. okay. They're they're analysts on ESPN for a reason, so they should they should be credible.
2: <laughs> yeah, ESPN. Okay. Continue. Well,
3: okay, Steve Young.
2: I'll give it, I'll give it to Steve Young. Your... I'll give it to Steve Young. Okay, right. I, I I'm not arguing that. <laughs>
3: But they just they just said it's all about rhythm and just it's just like, What the hell are you doing? Yeah. Why why wouldn't you let him get into a rhythm and then put Tim Tebow in who did absolutely jack squat right. who's barely played any offensive plays as a quarterback this year other than being cute like to get a first down or something. And this is a game that you need to win to stay in the playoff hunt and you're putting it Tim Tebow for a series when he hasn't played at all this year. What are, Tim, what
2: are they doing? Tim Tebow is nothing but a publicity band-aid for this team this year. Um, one thing I talk about in the article tomorrow. Is in
3: general. Uh, well,
2: yeah. I mean, I think. Oh, well, this is this is this was the point that I was going to make, and uh, we'll we'll bring on we'll bring on Chris here too. How's it going, man?
4: Hey, what's up? Am I on?
2: Yeah, you sure yeah. are. we we're, we're, we're just we're just finishing up a little Tim Tebow conversation. But
4: I heard I heard you were talking about Tebow and Sanchez. It's okay,
2: so, so here's here's <laughs> yep. my point. Looking 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 at the Broncos last year, in my opinion, they're a five width team. Yeah, Tebow had some magic. But you know who was bailing him out? Was Eric Decker was Demarius Thomas. Those those are two, you know, number one, number two receivers on a
4: and very good on,
2: on a on a very good team. And their defense, yeah. We'll give them that. Yep. But 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 look at the Jets. I mean <laughs> Who, who do they have as so, wide receivers for the Jets? I mean, seriously, there's no Who? You know, uh, uh, and Braylon Edwards just signed with them again. Oh God, don't do about <laughs> Braylon Edwards here. I just, I, I think you know, I. I the situation but they
4: say Antonio is Antonio Holmes.
2: Oh yeah, that's that's true. We got another guy out there. Dustin he got, hurt. he got hurt, I
4: think, in like week three or four. That, yeah. Yeah. That's
2: right. He was on my fantasy team, which is a story of my life that saves him for fantasy. Yep. Injuries. Right. But, um I mean, the the whole the whole, you know, Tebow Tebow was never gonna play. He was there nope. to sell jerseys, he was there. and and one thing I do talk about the article tomorrow is I do not think Rex Ryan the two coaches, two big name coaches that I don't think will be coaching next year Rex Ryan and Lovey Smith. Really? If I I I think if the Bears with the play, miss the playoffs, Lovey Smith is out. Huh. Chris, how you doing, man? Good. How you guys
4: doing? Great, great. We de- are de- doing
3: good after de- the de- Sunday's game. <laughs> de- yeah. yeah, no kidding.
4: Division champs again. Yep, things have turn. really things have really turned since the last time I talked to
2: you guys. <laughs> last time they we all- talked I I believe if we go back to it it was the it was the Tuesday after the Seattle game. So it's a uh, it's been a oh, while. God. Yeah, so we yeah. definitely yeah, a I, lot changed, huh? That was a, that was a very controversial yeah, for but, the
3: better, of course. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Um, what do we expect of the Packers in the playoffs now? I mean, their offensive line has not been the best. And that's kind of saying that loosely, but what do you uh, what do you what do you think's going to happen? I mean, are, is the number two seed a possibility? Because you know, if they win out and we see a Seattle win on Sunday, we got to be Seahawks fans now. Uh, the Packers, I don't are the know if
4: two Seahawks fans, but let's well, let's just say let's just say we're not rooting for them to lose.
2: We're yeah, encouraging them go. to score more like points than the 49ers. We're encouraging them to score <laughs> more points.
4: So, yeah, that'll be a good game. That should be a good game Sunday night.
2: Yeah. All right. So, uh, so you were saying?
4: So you were talking? I'm sorry. I don't know anyway, you're talking Packers playoff chance. T- yeah, yeah, playoff?
2: yeah. So, so, so what, what do we what do we what do we think? I mean, especially with with the way the offensive line has been. The way, um, well, the well, the hell, the way Crosby has been. I mean, we 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 talked about Crosby for a little bit before you came on here too. it. Um, yeah. What uh, what do we need to do there with with the offensive line? With I mean, the offensive line is not a big deal because Rogers can Rogers can make plays on it, you know, running around. But Crosby, man, what 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 needs to be done about Crosby?
4: Oh boy! Yeah, I know we're going to record our podcast tomorrow night, Adam and I, and I'm, I'm sure we'll be devoting a lot of time to Mason Crosby. Yeah. Uh, I I don't. I think listen, I think you have to applaud McCarthy's comp, uh, his confidence, and you know the fact that he's backing Crosby. You have to back that. You have to applaud that on a certain level. But
3: mm-hmm. we're
4: past that. We're past that now. This is going into. This, yeah. is, this is too much. As someone yeah. tweeted. Someone tweeted to me on Sunday night, there's a fine line between arrogance and stupidity, and Mike Mack is way over it on the stupidity side. And I agree. Yeah. I, think, I think he's backing, you know, at some point Crosby's going to need to make a really, really huge kick. And well, That's, I, a, that's I, what I'm afraid of. Right, and well, how can you not be? I mean, at some point they're going to need him to make a kick to, you know, tie a playoff game or, you know, force overtime or win a game. And, I mean, at this point, I just, I don't feel anybody can say that he'll make it.
2: Well, I mean, even look at, yeah. like, this is the comparison that I that I threw out there was, um, I mean, look at two years ago, the NFC Championship game, it's at Ted Soldier Field in Chicago, lower scoring game, you know. It, it could come down to that. I mean, if the Packers aren't the number two seed and they're not playing, you know, the NFC Championship in Atlanta, it could be in San Francisco. Think of a rainy, a rainy Saturday afternoon, you know, and that's and it comes down to kicking. That's it's going to be, a, it's going to be a shit show if Crosby continues to play like this. It really is.
4: It is. Do you follow Andrew Brandt, the former Packer?
2: Oh, I don't know. Um, no.
4: On Twitter, he had he said this a while ago regarding Crosby, and it's really true that kickers are like lawyers. Everybody hates them, but everybody needs a good one.
2: Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> very true. All the way to play. And, and
4: that And that's Crosby. I, I just – and I said this Sunday, I don't care who else is out there. You know, I don't care. People say, well, look at the options. I don't care what the options are. They have to be better than Crosby at this point. Yeah. And I understand they have a lot of money invested in him, so maybe you can't cut him. But someone floated out the idea of, you know, maybe a phantom injury that lands him on injured reserve. And then you can, you know – he can take a mental break. You can bring for the rest of You bring somebody else in and mm-hmm. give them a shot. Yeah,
3: doing? like I I was saying earlier, they him and Mike McCarthy go way back because he coached him in college, obviously. So maybe he's just too comfortable. Like maybe you think like he thinks that oh I'm I'm not gonna get cut. It's it's Mike. You know we go way back. We're buddies. We're pals. Well, I think they to- they need to maybe just bring someone in. That maybe, you know, as a tryout, and maybe he'll think, like, oh, shit, this is serious. Like, maybe I need to get my act together. Maybe it'll make him think differently. I don't know.
4: No, I agree with that. No, I, I – and that's been something I've been saying for a long time, too. I'm totally with you, that he's never felt that competition on the back of his neck. You know, he's yeah. never felt anybody chasing him. And sometimes yeah. for people, if that pressure – and this is in any job – if you feel that pressure, you know, people say, oh, you know, it's a mental thing. Well, if you if you're more focused on, oh God, this guy—they brought this guy in—they really might get rid of me. Sometimes that causes mm-hmm. people to hone in and focus and really, you know, just get the job done.
3: Yeah, not for Mark Sanchez, but hopefully that <laughs> would happen for
4: Mason Crosby. You mean the Packers' backup quarterback in 2014, Mark Sanchez? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for no sure. Uh,
2: I mean, one thing. One thing we actually b- before you're on when we talked to Chris Hulu, One thing we didn't really mention is when Brad Childers was the head coach of the Vikings. He brought in punters when Cluey was struggling after, especially after that night that he. Yeah, I think he kicked. Uh, Re- Reggie Bush took like two touchdowns back against the Saints. Yeah. Uh. something I. I. I mean. Cluey didn't. I mean, Cluey said, you know, you know, they brought someone in earlier this year. It didn't really bother him that much. It's just, you know, what's what happens, but. Back then, I mean, he had to have been shaking his boots because Brad Childers didn't take shit from anybody. I mean, he's a yeah. he was gonna kind of he didn't care. You know, he had his right. own guys like like TJ yeah. and stuff like that. But and
3: like I said earlier, Cluey said it didn't affect him, but I think Crosby is on on the verge. He's he's been absolutely horrible for at least the past five games that I can think of, okay. and he's got he's got to be at a nice. mental state where he sh- he would and should be scared if they brought someone else in for a tryout.
4: He's so, seventeen of twenty-nine this season.
3: I've, That's terrible.
4: I mean, those are these are I mean these are almost unheard of numbers for a kicker yeah. being this bad. It's it's. I think they said. I think I read someone saying that you'd have to go back to two thousand
2: and three. No, I I, the, I I I think it was nineteen ninety. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna research this while while you guys talk. Right was now. it
4: okay? I thought someone said two thousand three. To find a kicker, even with the, even in the sort of range that Crosby, did.
3: yeah, and yeah, that Crosby I mean, was worse. He's he's just lucky that he plays for the Packers, and we're most we're of, you're right.
4: Most organizations would not tolerate
3: this. They, he would he would miss three few goals, and they they tell him to get lost. You know, he's he's, he, like he, a, he's just lucky he plays for us because any other organization they would have canned his ass a while ago, but. You know, for our organizations, we're really into. You know, he was drafted by us, so we're hanging on to him. And I, I don't know. It's just, it's ugly, really ugly right now. And I would hate to be in the first game of the playoffs, and I would hate to be losing by two with one second left and have to, have to kick a 45-yard field goal. I would hate to be in that position because I don't know what is going to happen.
2: I mean. Just, just look at look at. I mean, Crosby on the sidelines. When your team is going for it on fourth and six, you know, inside the forty. I mean, yeah. wouldn't that light a fire under your ass? You know, that's that's your job. When they're inside the forty, you're warming up. You're getting ready to go in there and kick. And yeah,
3: and
2: and and when when they get down to the thirty and they're saying, now nah, you know what? We're just going to go for it. Um, it's not based. It, it's not because they want the extra points. It's because they want points, you know?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
4: Well, like, like, yeah, I mean, kickers, if you think about it, everybody always says, oh, well, they're not really football players, kickers and punters. But, I mean, kickers, more than most positions, directly influence points and directly can influence, the you know, the flow of a game. I mean, kickers, they're really important when you think about it. And yeah. I, we've, we've learned that this yep. year with Crosby. And like you were saying, I mean, I, oh, I yeah, I do get if sick it, in my stomach when I think about them being in a playoff game and Crosby yeah. needing to make a kick at the gun. It's like
3: I, it can't, might even, be I can't even
4: think about that.
3: It might be different if he was missing them by, you know, very closely, but he's fucking not. He's way off.
0: Well, I mean, he's not know.
3: even close. That one on yeah. Sunday, he missed. I was like, oh, I think it was blocked. No, it oh. wasn't. It no. just went. Fucking completely the opposite way it was supposed to go. I so, and,
4: these
3: kicks are so hideous.
4: And he's got to just be so far in his own head at this point that because McCarthy says the same thing every week. You know, I yeah. thought Mason had a great week of preparation last week. He said, you know, we kicked, we were outside most of the week, and Mason was really hitting the ball well. And yeah. you know, and then it comes to Sunday, and it just doesn't happen. And that, that to me says this guy's. Really, in his own head, you know, like a pitcher that can't throw strikes. Well, I was yeah.
2: just gonna, I was just you, gonna
3: say, you gotta you know, have you, fucking, you know, just steel running through your veins if you're a kicker. Like, obviously, what we are seeing, you know, maybe two, these
2: two people are me right now is is looking at. I mean, you know, we're here in Minnesota, obviously, and Ron Gardenhire. He sticks with his guys. Is you know, he's not. He's he's going to stick with those guys until they're not on the team anymore. And yeah. then there's and then when I think back of, of the when the Bears in the Super Bowl in 2005, those press conferences with Lovey Smith every every week it was Rex is our starting quarterback, Rex Grossman <laughs> is our starting quarterback. Yeah. And that's that's exactly what Mike McCarthy sounds like right now with Mason Crosby is Mason yeah. is our kicker. He is Mason. He is, he is converting 57 percent of his field goals. He's still our kicker. 57 percent is not going to cut it. You know, no. especially especially when you know in some of these games that shouldn't have come down as as close as they were. I mean, that's the only reason. And like I said earlier, before Chris came on, was the only reason Crosby is still a part of this team is because he hasn't cost them a game yet. But you've got yeah. two games. You got two games left before the playoffs. You don't want him to cost you a game because because you, you want him one, to cost one you more of these. Yeah, if he, if he costs you one of these next two games, that's the difference between the two and the three seed. And then if he costs you a playoff game, that's that's the was between a. Uh, a uh, you know finger with a ring on it and a naked finger.
1: You
4: know? Well, right, yeah, and, and I wrote and I wrote that on Monday that we're you know like you said we're 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 sort of running out of I don't want to say meaningless games but you know we're running out of regular season games here. <laughs> if he's gonna cost us one, it's probably gonna be one that, that sticks with us for a really long time. And well, it's, you know, it's,
2: it's, it's either a loss to the Titans or a loss to the Vikings at the Metrodome. So, uh.
3: Does Tim Mastick kick at all? Do you even
0: you know that?
3: I've been
4: wondering that all season about
0: Mastick.
4: <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering. I mean, he can't. I mean, there's, there's, as a friend of mine said, there's no way he could be worse, right? Like,
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. I well, think even, I, even I should, I could kick, go kick for the Packers. I, I, even, I could maybe bring a spark to the kicking game.
2: Even that, <laughs> you know, I n- nothing against Graham Harrell, but you're not going to be starting for the Packers unless Aaron's, you know, hurt. <laughs> why don't you just start kicking the football on the sidelines? You know, it, it, yeah. it could, it, you know, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of employers like that kind of initiative to go out there and try to, you know, uh, work oh, for no another point. you know, work a little harder at the job. You know, do something different. You know, why not try someone
4: that? Su- su- someone suggested Randall Cobb because why not? He does everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's a good point. <laughs> I like that. I like it. Well, why not? Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's a hell of a point. That, that really is. Um,
4: yeah, and then you guys were talking about Pat. You were saying go back to the Packers' playoff chances you were talking about, too.
2: Well, well, well yeah. why, don't we talk about, why don't we talk about the playoff chances right now? Because if the playoffs were to start today, um, they'd face the Vikings at Lambeau Field, but the Niners and the Falcons would be the top two seeds, and the Redskins and the Seahawks would face each other at Washington. So, what, what, what do you think of those? What, what kind of scenarios do you see going on in that situation?
4: Well, I mean, when, you talk, you, when I first came and you talked about the offensive line. uh Mm-hmm. San Francisco clearly would be the one team that I think if you're the Packers, you really don't want to face at this point. I mean, they look like—I mean, they look like they can get to anybody with that pass rush, and you know, right now it looks like unless um, somehow, unless they somehow, you know, Seattle passes them or they leapfrog, um, I mean, it sure it sure looks like if the Packers win their first game, they're going to be going to San Francisco.
3: Right. That's essentially yeah. not a good matchup. Justin Smith, on Sunday night, Justin Smith hurt his elbow. I'm not sure of his, his extent of that injury. But
4: didn't. And that would definitely help. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you root for that, but that would definitely help the Packers. Yeah, I, uh,
0: I hear you. Yeah.
4: I think the Packers, you know, they're getting guys back, which is a big thing. And it looks yep. like McCarthy said last week he thinks the injury cycle is finally mm-hmm. passed. And I, I, I hope that's the case. You know, if you get... Mm-hmm. You know, you get Woodson back and, and Jordy Nelson. They're going to be—I mean—they're going to be a tough out. That's for sure.
3: Hmm. I mean, obviously Clay Matthews helped out a lot this
2: weekend. Oh, that was, that was so nice to see him back. Now, one thing that I, I know gets our bloods doing here on the show. I don't know about yours. I, I think—I think I do based on the Twitter reaction, but. Jermichael Finley, your thoughts.
4: You were talking. you know, it's funny, you were talking about drafting San Antonio Holmes and I thought I don't know if I should mention the fact that I paid twenty dollars for well, twenty hypothetical dollars for Finley in our auction league in August. <laughs> which seemed well, like a good deal at the time because Gronkowski went for I think about thirty seven or thirty eight dollars. But oh, I, 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 thought, I still mm-hmm. I,
2: I, I I'm in a league with a bunch of Viking fans. I'm the only Packer fan in the league and I um Guy was going to draft a, a tight end, and I was like, I was like, don't draft Finley. I was like, you can have him. He's like, that you're just bluffing. I'm like, am I? <laughs> I was like, I I'm not taking Finley this year. He's a head case. He's just, no way. Yeah. No way am I taking Finley. And uh, he took Finley, and I didn't, and I <laughs> was pretty proud of that. But I took Vernon Davis, and, and that was oh, good. So, I, took
4: I, fin- I took Finley, and I finished second to last. So Yeah, I. Uh, yeah. The way I feel about Finley is
3: I don't want to make fun of him anymore or talk bad about him because I think he's bipolar and I and I, don't, I think that's seriously. mean to talk about people with like diseases or disabilities because I, I seriously think the guy's bipolar so maybe we, we shouldn't no, I, talk I, about I, him the way we do anymore.
2: <laughs> I, I don't and that's the first time that we've actually even talked about this on air or off air. It's like I, I'm i not going to disagree with that. The dude has seriously got to have some problems up there. Because there's some weeks where, you know, like, he's, he's you know, his head's there and he's yeah. know, all about football. But then some weeks, you know, and he's, I like, I know I never said anything like that. and He'll have fun with Aaron on the sidelines and Aaron will jump on his back. And then the next there's, week
3: it's just. There are two, there are two things. He's, there's only two. Either he's bipolar or he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> One of the two.
0: That's Why the only explanation,
3: I can, yeah. oh, the only oh,
4: explanation
0: I, I can come up with. That's the only explanation
3: I can come up with.
4: My thoughts my th- on Finley, I mean, they've given him they, – this is his fifth year in the league. They've given him every opportunity, and people have made so many excuses for this guy. Oh, he's yep. young. Oh, he's immature. Oh, he's, he's coming off a knee injury. Oh, he's got so much potential. And in the end – You know, and I can say this this here because you guys are pretty loose on the language. There was too much Mm. bullshit with the guy. There was too much bullshit with Finley. And if you're going to put up that much bullshit off the field, you know, with your agent tweeting shit about Rodgers or pouting on the field when the ball when you're not getting the ball. I was at that Vikings game. He was visibly pouting when he wasn't getting the ball after plays and after series. And you know, when you're gonna do all that shit, you better be Rob Gronkowski or Jimmy Graham. You better yeah. have that. You better have that kind of production. And he just, outside of a handful of games, he never has. And yeah, I, I won't miss him. And if he goes to, you know, if they cut him, and he goes to Miami or wherever and has a big season, good for him. But it's not gonna happen. do so
3: be it. Yeah. I'm,
4: I'm ready. I'm ready to be done with this guy.
3: The unfortunate thing is that. They look at him, and you look at the guy, and he is in excellent physical condition. He's
2: very good. Very good. He's
3: fast. He's got a a a good football body. You know, he's in excellent shape, and he's tall. But
4: guess what? He doesn't have any talent. Sorry,
3: (laughs) and you don't have a brain.
4: Right. If you could rate, if you could rate all these tight ends in terms of pure, like potential, he is he is every bit as their. (laughs) Like, you mentioned the physical stuff especially. He's right there with Rob Gronkowski and Jimmy Graham and Vernon yeah. Davis. Yep. But it's between the ears yep. is where mm-hmm. he really, I mean, that's where he, he really kills himself. I mean, he, he doesn't
3: he, have it. Doesn't you, have you, know it. Who, he, you know
2: who else had the, the prototypical type? You know, he, was, he, had, the, he had the physique. He's 6'6", six, six,
3: 260. Tony six, Mandrich?
2: No, six, 6'6", six, 260 from an SEC school, the quarterback. Sure. Of Marcus Russell,
3: yeah,
2: he had, I mean he he had I me mean, this dude I mean this dude should have been one of the best quarterbacks in the league six six two sixty who's going to take that down really yeah you know and, but, yeah. But, he, but 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 he was all about the money he got thirty two million guaranteed and, and just you yep. know whatever I'm, I'm going to go buy my buy my diamond earrings my Rolex and and, and, and big house and, and that's it
4: mm-hmm. any rookie who's pissed off about the rookie wage scale should should uh, direct their anger at Jamarcus Russell. Cause I'm pretty sure he <laughs> single-handedly got that put in place. Probably, yeah. You're right yeah. with Russell. I, I know all the stories with Jamarcus Russell that I remember watching that one sugar ball, I think it was against Notre Dame, where Terry Bradshaw was saying that Russell could throw the ball, was it 30 yards sitting down? He could throw the yeah. ball 55 yards from his knees. Like
3: yeah. like you
4: said, like he was a phys- he was everything you would want physically in a quarterback.
2: I think the, 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 the thing with Finley is that he had that monster game in two thousand nine against the Vikings at, at the Metrodome, and since then everyone was like, "Oh, geez, you know Finley, he is—he's the next big tight end."
4: Oh, remember he, his playoff game against Arizona?
2: Against Arizona, I mean, he's the next big tight end. He is going to blow up, but that's the thing: is that on paper, he's the next big tight end, right? But <laughs> Paper doesn't he, win football games.
3: Okay. The thing is, at those points, he thought he had really good games, so he thought he was the greatest in the world. Yado, you're the takeover. Shut up. Oh. Just shut up and play the game.
2: I, you know, I, I, if there's anything that makes me cringe more than hearing like uh, someone scrape their fork on a plate, the next the next thing seeing me, me cringe like that is when JerMichael Finley celebrates after a first down.
4: You mean, I mean, you mean you mean like know, a, you know a five-yard you know
3: catch so for
4: first down? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what's so weird though? Once that story came out on Saturday night uh, from Bob McGinn that they were yep. that they're gonna that they're gonna be done with him. Yeah. Once I knew it was officially over, his celebrations on Sunday didn't bother me. Like I was no. like, get it out. I was like, do it now. We only have a few more weeks of this. Like I don't even care now. I'm like okay with it.
2: But I mean, I mean, oh. the the, the, thing, the nice thing is that they've got. They've got other talented tight ends. I mean, Tom Crabtree. I mean, mm-hmm. two of the biggest plays this season have been by Tom Crabtree for the Green Bay Packers, the, yeah. fake, the the fake field goal, and then, God, what was the other one? It was the uh, just a well, the, he basically
4: a, he basically cemented the win against Houston.
2: Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah.
4: and and Arizona yeah. and Arizona too. He, those two, those three games, he basically closed oh. out with big plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And and, and that's what you have to do. That's what you gotta do right there is, is 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 shut down the other team like that. Is make the play. Make the play, as your Michael. You know.
4: It it's an amazing it's amazing how much things have changed because I remember that Cardinals game and obviously being so upset, you know, that they were eliminated from the playoffs and, you know, the yeah. way the game ended in overtime. Yeah. But I remember thinking you know what makes me feel better? Rodgers, Finley is going to destroy this league for about the next decade. And, and then, then here we are not even 4 years later and it's it's I mean, it's, you know, according to those sources in the Journal Sentinel, it's it's over for Finley in Green Bay. So, yeah, he's I don't
3: I don't want him on my team. He's not a team player. He never has been. Cannot no, I with him? Right. I mean, Cannot coach with him. Can not play with him? Can't do it.
4: I <laughs> mean,
0: can't
3: do it.
4: When that story came out, you guys read the story. I'm, I'm sure that was written. It was in Packer Plus, I think. The story after the, around the time of the Lions game, the first Lions yeah. game with Finley saying all that stuff about Rockers. they're going well, to, yeah. oh, they're going to get rid of well, they're going to get rid of me and Jennings as a free agent and Driver and good luck. And he had all those quotes in the story. I live in Milwaukee. They had the uh, the guy who wrote that story, Rob Reichel, on yeah. the sports talk show and they were asking him about the Finley story and they said did you have any negative reaction from Finley after that story ran and he said and this will tell you I think everything you need to know about Finley he said yeah he said you know a couple days after it ran I saw him in the locker room and he sort of pulled me aside and he said well what was, what was the deal with that story you wrote and he said he said well I don't understand what you mean and here's here's what really made Finley mad Finley said you're messing with my money man
0: hmm. wow. not
4: not you're not you're making me look like you said he's not a team player. Not you're making me look bad in this locker room or nothing like yeah. that. It was you're messing with my money, man. And the, and he said, that, that well, what did all. I put? What did I say in the story that was untrue? Didn't you say everything I quoted? And Finley said, well, yeah. And the, and the writer said, well, then I don't understand why you're so mad. But that's mean. I've been telling everybody. I've been telling everybody that doesn't live in this area that. You know that 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 quote from Finley, and I
0: thought, you know what, that's that's that,
3: that's everything about him, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's very he, very, he, very he, interesting. I I'm glad you did tell us that because he, he's you a, know, he's, yeah. he's a, right
2: there. He's a guy that I mean, even with even even without hearing that quote, I knew that's what it was all about. I mean, because what he was a second, third round pick, so he's not going to get the you know the giant contract like anyone else got, but I mean. You know he knows that once everyone thinking hey, I'm the, hey, you know I'm the next big tight end you know hype, hype can get you paid in in this yeah. in this in this world of sports right now. It really can i mean look at look at Matt Flint
0: mm-hmm.
2: two two good, games, two good games and a whole bunch of hype got him a lot of money for Seattle, and he probably won't be with that club next year, so I mean that's what Jamaica was kind of hoping for right there. And, he, and 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 unfortunately for him, you know, he had the, the knee injury and uh some setbacks what, like that, but but
3: that's what's too bad for him because he's gonna drop balls because all he sees are dollar signs. When Aaron throws a ball to him, it's a dollar sign. That's what he sees. And he's still gonna drop balls
4: because he's thinking just about himself.
2: He's dropped a lot of dollar signs this year.
4: I've been saying for I've been saying for years that when his number when when they call when they call his number in the huddle, they ought to just staple a bunch of hundred dollar bills to the ball. He catches that. <laughs> yeah. That, or yeah. sometimes I to say, "I'll say put a bag of money in the end zone, then he'll he'll get it then."
2: Or his we've, Twitter?
3: We've
4: app. also used used the phrase "stick
3: em a lot with Drew Michael Finley. Yeah.
4: <laughs> that's all that you know, and that's all he cares about, and it's so it's it's just it's so upsetting as a fan it's like screw That's, you
2: but but yeah
4: exactly like if if you're playing for money
3: you're not you're not going to get better you're not going to catch the ball every time because you're thinking of catching the ball for the wrong reasons you know what i mean he's not he should be thinking about catching the ball to help his team out but he's not so he's going to drop it just like if you think if you think you're going to get – you don't play hard. If you think you're going to get injured, you will. That's kind of the way I look at it. And he –
4: it, yeah.
3: He doesn't care about getting better. He just cares about getting paid.
4: And it's crazy because – and you talked – you know, you were you were talking about his talent and his, you know, the, the freakish skill set that he has. Yeah. I mean, that – you know, think about how talented he was. I mean, look at the kind of guys that said Thompson drafts. You know they're high character guys. They're team yep. first guys. They're guys willing to say that shows you how that shows you how freakishly talented Finley was. They were willing to go against their draft strategy, yeah. bring him in because yep. he's not he's not like anybody else on that offense on that team. That's how yep. freakishly talented Finley was. They were willing to say this guy's a pain in the ass, but we'll take a chance on him because he could be great.
3: Yeah. And you know that's what happens sometimes. Sometimes you're a genius, and sometimes you're just wrong. It, that happens all the time. You're not going to make every right choice, and this is one of the wrong choices, I think. So I'll I be it. happy to see him leave, and oh, I don't I, care who it is. Tom Crabtree, give him a shot. I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's hungry, to play. Any of those guys are. Time.
2: As long as they can catch the ball, you know. It, it, you're good. I mean, if Bubba Franks can make it a the league for, for as long as he did, uh, <laughs> I think I think we'll be
0: okay.
4: So. When you look at this team going forward, we talked about this. Uh, Adam and I talked about this on our podcast a while back, too, that when you look at this team, like, if you imagine them without Finley, they're still going to have Randall Cobb. They're still going to have James Jones. They're still going to have Jordy Nelson. It looks like Jennings like isn't going to be back, but they're going to have those yeah. guys, right? You don't really need the yep. tight end to do much more on this offense than occasionally make an eight or nine yard catch.
3: Yeah, and blocking, which re- for Michael Finley probably doesn't like to do, anyways. Oh, he, yeah.
4: doesn't, he, could, he, he doesn't give a shit about blocking. No, and that's you know that was evident on that was evident against Detroit on Sunday that Sunday night game a couple weeks ago when he just flat out whiffed on that block, and I think it was Harris and it ended up getting crushed.
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. I. I mean, they don't need the tight end you talk about. They they just need the tight ends, like you said, to be blockers. They they just occasionally make a nine-yard catch or a ten-yard catch. Yep. they Their big play guys are at wide receiver. They don't need the tight ends to do a whole lot. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: And
2: especially if, if now, what we've seen in the last couple of weeks, but continues, the running game, Alex Smith. I'm sorry, Alex Green. Alex Green. Speaking of guys who might be backing up Aaron Rodgers next year. There
4: season. we go. <laughs> uh, I
2: mean, <laughs> if, if, if the running game t- continues to, you know, improve, I'm not going to say it's you know fantastic yet because it's it's not, but it's it's it, it's improving. I mean, that's another that's another uh, aspect of the game that teams have to game plan against the Packers is the run game, how to stop. Alex Green, Alex uh,
3: Green, Dwan Harris, and who's that other dude from Vicent? Oh, Ryan Grant. Well, right. Ryan, Ryan Grant, <laughs>
2: my boy, my boy. <laughs> oh boy.
4: I want I want to see more Dwan Harris, don't you guys? Yeah,
2: he's, yeah. He's yeah. Uh, he's. I I think we will this weekend. I think we'll see a lot of the running game this weekend because I I can see this game getting out of hand early, and. Possibly a Graham Harrell sighting in the fourth quarter. thought I
4: hope so. I'm going. I'm going back home to Michigan. And I'm going to watch a game. With, I'm going to watch a game with my father. I, I hope so. I hope it's not one of these games where the Packers play down to the level of their opponent. And we're clinging to a three-point lead with two minutes.
3: Yeah. And like like what happened against the Jaguars earlier this year. There's
2: been too many right. of them. I've been, I've been drinking too much on Sundays uh, because of this, <laughs> and. It's it's really un- it's really unfortunate. My, my, my liver is going to kill me.
3: blame your drinking on the Packers. I, I
2: am this year. Last year, last year I don't think I drink as half, half as much as I did uh, last year that I typed have done this year. So
4: I've made the joke. I've made that that joke more than once this year. That it does seem like the Packers are trying to give everybody heart attacks and/or alcohol poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it almost seems. It almost. I mean. I know they're not, but God, it almost seems something like, like they get together and go, you know what? Let's scare the shit out of everybody that roots for us, and then at the last second we'll win it.
0: Yeah, because it'll it'll be
3: more worth it in the end when we win the Super Bowl. That's that's what I'd say.
4: And I definitely think they could be a Super Bowl team. I think they're going to have to. Yeah. I think if they play, you know, a certain set of teams, yeah, I do think they can. I think they can get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. they
3: got to play nice and crisp and sharp these next couple of weeks and get their defense going and get more reps on the offensive line from these guys who haven't played that much.
0: Would you and guys now that?
3: They just need to protect Rodgers. I, mean, I know he could do it, getting sacked the most of the NFL, but it's never good. You don't want I'm your curious. quarterback pressure that much.
4: And I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts on this. If they're locked into the number three seed, if San Francisco wins Sunday night, yeah. there's almost no way the Packers can move up or down. Right. Knowing what we've learned after last year, do you think that they'll do you think that they'll go after the Vikings in that last game, or do you think they'll fit everybody like they did against Detroit last year?
2: No, they, they got to play them. I, mean, I, know, I think
4: so, I, so too. I think so, I think so too.
2: I I I I, I, also, I, I that
3: game. I don't want to see them lose. The- and start grand Merrill and get their
1: asses. I, I, I was, I, I was gonna ask
2: Chris. I was gonna ask Louie if he could get me a ticket to the game. God damn it! After, after text. i will have to, <laughs> I'll have to text him and see if he wants to give me a ticket. Um. Anyways, but no, no. I, I completely agree. I, I think that this, this resting people is bullshit. You gotta, you gotta play these next two games like you're, you know, like you're, like like you're done with the league. You gotta go yeah, out there and.
3: Yeah. That's an emergency. You got to
2: kick. You got to kick some ass in the next two weeks because, like we saw, Giants last year, the Packers the year prior to that, the Saints. You got to go out there and kick some ass if you want. If you want to have some momentum going into the playoffs, and that's what you do. Well,
3: because, I, I'm gonna, I know I'm going to completely switch sports on this one, but right. bring it back to to baseball. Oh, what happened uh, when the Tigers went to the World Series and they? I think they swept. Yankees
2: was it? And they had yes, all that time I'm off a, and they uh, got I'm their asses
4: whooped up. He's, t- he's a tiger fan, he'll tell you. I'm a diehard <laughs> tiger fan, I know, oh. bro. I'm still I'm still I'm still nursing the, the wounds on that. Yeah, they
1: that's, swept that's the what Yankees happened, and, they, right? and they
4: and they had a week to sit. They had six days yeah. to sit and the and the Giants just kept playing and playing and playing and I think the Giants only ended up sitting for a couple of days. Two or three. Yeah. And yeah, they yep. just they just, they ran the right for like a buzz off.
3: The momentum
4: Momentum is, and you know, momentum is everything, and especially yep. in football. And I would hope McCarthy learned his lesson after last year, sitting everybody against, sitting so many key guys against Detroit.
3: Yeah. They at least have to play a half, at least. But I'd like to yeah, see the whole, whole game. Yeah, but... game.
4: Yeah, but yeah, you got to at least get everybody in and get into some sort of rhythm. And yeah. You Would
2: you, to... you play it a little bit differently because you know, you, you know what the Vikings are going to be play, are playing that because it's a Super Bowl if they're if they're not going to make the playoffs. But again, it could very well be it could be down to a Viking playoff uh, game versus the Packers number two uh, seed. So it's uh, a yeah. boy. It's it's, it's going to be a fun uh, fun matchup. Uh, Chris, we'll we'll uh, we'll have you back before the first playoff yeah. game.
4: Absolutely, I can't wait. Yeah, it was, I was, just, I've been just looking so we... forward
2: to coming back on with you guys. Oh, so. no, I know. Good, and so good. and so and so have we. We've uh, just kind of you know kind of rolled with the Packers season so far, but yeah, now that the playoffs are in gear, we're gonna we'll get you back here probably for the next couple weeks to talk uh, Packers playoffs. Appreciate you joining us tonight. Yeah, it's good talking to yeah, talk yeah, about no you. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, so uh, we'll we'll be in touch on Twitter and, and whatnot. So uh, thanks again, Chris. All
3: right, sounds great. All right. All right. Talk to you later. All right. See you guys. Yep.
2: Chris, the old bag of donuts. Mm. Mm. Donuts. I, I, I completely forgot that I have got TGR Radio for two hours.
3: Oh
0: <laughs>
2: my! I'm falling asleep right now. This is not
3: a. This is not Uh-oh.
2: a. This is not a good. Uh, good idea. i uh,
3: TGR, I'm, I'm, are you watching Super Smackdown right now?
2: I'm not, but uh, we got a caller here. Seven one eight. Seven one uh, eight. Who is this? Okay. Anyways, uh, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs>
3: huh? Well, let's do oh, that. I, I was this. This is the. End. Oh. the end of- what? Hold on, I feel bad if I didn't uh, throw a shout out to Happy Birthday, Stone Cold Austin. Oh, that's right. I, Ghost I Ghost did tweet Ghost. him earlier, and, um, I, and I used I used hashtag Goat,
2: <laughs>
3: which which is greatest of all time, obviously.
2: I didn't improve America this week, but I will improve America for one person in this world um,
3: this week. Because you know who,
2: who else's birthday it is today? <laughs> Brad
0: Pitt. I don't care what y'all say.
2: I play that for when Jakey comes on, but that's Trish Stratus' birthday today too. Ooh, oh.
3: the lovely
0: Trish Stratus. Uh.
2: The very, the very lovely and voluptuous Trish Stratus. Now, without any interruption, let's do this.
0: This is the end. It's the end of the world, as we know it. This line is Tinley
2: Park, Illinois. Prosecutor said Christine A. Meyer's boyfriend found out that, extremely painful, I'm sorry, found that this is terrible, writing. Prosecutor okay. said Christine, Myers' boyfriend, found out that found out the extremely painful way when Myers ran him over, causing severe burns to his chest and back and tearing off the skin of his testicles.
0: According Ooh. to a Chicago
2: Myers picked up her boyfriend from the bar and the couple started arguing as they drove home in Chentley Park on Friday, court documents said. When they got home, Myers' boyfriend got out of the car and laid down in front of it. Prosecutor said that when Myers allegedly purposely ran over her boyfriend, causing the aforementioned damage to the man's anatomy, Myers' attorney, Tom Hotz, said Judge Adam Bourgois Jr. had set crime bail at six thousand dollars, meaning she would need to post at least six hundred dollars to leave jail, according to Chicago Tribune. Are you serious? Bourgois said in response to asking to set Bond at six hundred dollars for driving over somebody. That is the charge
0: fires now,
2: now being held on a one hundred thousand dollars bail at Cook county jail. she is charged for one the best aggravated battery
3: so uh um, had to ruin the man's business huh she did.
2: um we talked a lot about kickers tonight so i'm gonna I'm going to uh play this song by the lovely adam Sandler to play us out tonight t g r radio starts at approximately the thirty minutes, and if you ever heard the Lonesome Kicker, oh yeah, week,
0: it's Feel a fantastic. At your
3: service. I know we didn't get a chance to talk about it earlier, but Newtown Connecticut. Our thoughts and prayers go out to them and their families.
2: Uh, yeah, I thought for sure we'll uh, we'll try to touch on that next week. I know it'll still be fresh on people's minds, but we'll, we will yeah. we will talk
3: about we will talk about it next week for sure.
2: Uh, next due next, next to Christmas we will be pushed back next Thursday night uh, uh, and then same thing with uh, New Year's uh, for a back Merry Christmas the, everyone a Happy Happy Christmas um, Happy Halloween and Adam Chandler plays us off
0: the long have a great night
3: good night everybody
0: I'd also like to hide the special shoe I need to kick in the snow People think it's so easy to kick a field goal from the 30-yard line. They forget to add seven yards for the snap and ten more because the goalposts are pushed way back. In 1974, the Uprats were right on the goal line, but some of the players were running into them and getting hurt. So screw the kicker. Who cares about the kicker? But I kick that ball, and I pray it goes straight. If it's us, it does, the coach "Good job." I came to America seeking fortune and seeking fame. I didn't realize that if I shagged one, because my toe hurt mm-hmm. some drunk guys would push me into their hibachi after the game. So I call-